The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's a great pleasure to welcome to the studio Keith Walsh. He's uh, a family law solicitor and rather unusually uh, a senior counsel as well. And he specialises in family law. He has two offices in Dublin and he I, I usually hosts the law, Irish Law Awards and he has been a multiple annual uh, winner. So if you have any queries, questions, you know the, the text line 53106, uh, the WhatsApp line 1400-07-1400-106. Welcome, Keith. Okay, first of all, you guys are getting busy again. There was a time with negative equity. They had to sort of sit and suffer and so on. What are the statistics in terms of the volumes of divorce and separation cases? They're back to pre-crash levels, are they? The, the volumes of divorce levels um, have never really been as high as they currently are. There's two reasons for that. One is the waiting time for divorce. You previously had to wait four out of the previous five years to get divorced now, since the 1st of January 2020, you've only had to wait two years. So that's meant a huge new cohort of people could apply for divorce since 2020. The second reason, I think, is the COVID um, epidemic, uh, pandemic. Uh, that's meant that we've seen a huge increase. Every family lawyer has seen a huge increase in inquiries and people wondering about getting separated and divorced. So I think those two factors combined have, have seen it. And I think I've seen a huge increase. I think there's another factor. When I started doing this work about 25 years ago, people were kind of ashamed to come into your office. They didn't tell friends and families that they were getting separated and divorced. Whereas now, thankfully, we have a more open society and people don't mind anymore. So I think there's an opening up and people who might have got divorced or who might have left it or get separated are now doing it. And I think that's a good thing, that, that element. Remind us of the basics. Uh, so I'm not getting on with Deirdre. We've decided to call it a day. How do I qualify for separation? Like I've, I've suffered for more than 40 years now. Yeah, well, if, if if you're living separate and apart, even if it's in the same house, for example, separate bedrooms. From can you do that? You can do it, yeah. The law changed again on the 1st of January 2020 to make it easier if you're in the same house. I mean, one of the huge challenges... Well, her snoring alone gives me case for... Uh, OK, but basically for two years, you have to assert. So how do I assert today? with the, the starting the clock at two years but we're still under the one roof do, do, you, do you register it with solicitor no, or no you just you, you're going to have to give evidence in the witness box ultimately that, that you are living separate and apart in the same house now that's for a divorce two years separate and apart and you have to just give the evidence um uh, in relation to a judicial separation or a legal separation, uh, you can be living apart a year or you can do it based on fault. So based on adultery or based on your spouse behaving in such a way that you couldn't be expected to live with them. Then there's no time limit at all. So that's really important, for example, if there's an issue about that you need to get into court quickly on and you don't have the two years for divorce. But for example, if somebody's moving money out of banks, bank accounts that are joint bank accounts into their sole name and you want to stop them, you need to go to court and you need to really have a kind of a separation. How do you prove adultery? Uh, again, you have to hire a PI and get photographic evidence or what? Well, uh, social media is an incredibly helpful thing in these days and it, it seems to be able to assist in a huge variety of ways. People's phones are the general way. I, I can't I, I can't count the number of people who, who've been maybe in the kitchen and the, their spouse's phone is there and a text or something comes up with a message about thanking them for whatever happened yeah. recently uh, from a... Uh, from a very close friend of theirs. So uh, that's kind of the way it, it comes out oh, and then people kind of admit it really. OK, when when do you move? When do you give up on med, uh, medi mediation? In other words, is there a pattern emerges? Look, we'll try and get over this incident or whatever. Stephanie Regan and, you know, forgive and forget and have truth and honesty and yeah. all that.
all this good stuff. Like, uh, no, no. What, what, what would you say is is the best in class advice in terms of to try mediation for maybe a year and then lawyer up? Well, I think before you go to mediation, get advice from a solicitor. Tell them you want to mediate it and, and do it amicably if possible, but know your rights first. Then it means the mediation process is a lot more... Uh, useful because you can go into it knowing what your rights are so you're not going to give away what you shouldn't give away and if both people get legal advice before they go into mediation or very early on in the process it generally means that it's it's a lot more likely to succeed. Okay, let's take the amicable breakup. Could you have the same solicitor? No, you can't. Currently you can't have the same solicitor but there's a family That co- might, so that's double the cost. Uh, it's Yeah, but it's, it's based on the principle of independent legal advice for each person. Now, um, currently there's a, a bill before the Oireachtas called the Family Courts Bill which is going to kind of revolutionise uh, family law and separation and divorce and one of the proposals oh. in that well first of all it's going to set up a specialist family court division with specially trained judges specially trained staff it's going to have sep- completely separate family courts uh, instead of uh, family courts uh, particularly outside Dublin being in with criminal courts and civil courts they're going to have their own court buildings it's, it's going to be exclusive and it's also change the law on family law to put families much more at the centre of it to encourage mediation just like you said alternative dispute resolution collaborative law and other things um, and also to um, it also provides for a joint application by one lawyer for the two uh, parties. Okay just tell me the rights and the jurisprudence and the case law in relation to married 10 years two kids irrevocable breakup usually is it that the mother gets the house and there's some equity arrangement, the house is sold. What would be sort of the, the sort of thumbnail sketch of what you can anticipate? Well, the first thing is that there's no fault divorce, so you don't need to prove anything provided you're two years a- apart. There's no automatic assumption of 50-50. People come into me all the time and say it's just 50-50. I say it's not 50-50. It depends on a lot of things. Generally, if, if you have uh, a husband and wife and two children and the children will say are 12 and 14 and the mortgage is 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 not too high or too low, the most likely thing that's going to happen is the mother will stay in the house with the children until such time as the youngest is 18, 19, 20, 21, that kind of age range, and, the, and then it will be sold. But judges are not going to sell um, a house from underneath uh, the children. But, but, but is, there, is there a presumption that custody and domicile, you know, in residency will favour the mother. Is that is that, you know, eight out of ten times or whatever? Yeah, you're right. Generally, most of the time, the mother will get what's called primary care or primary residence for the children will be with the mother. We're seeing a slight change to what's called a shared custody, which is 50-50 parenting, but that's very much in the minority and it really depends on what what has been the situation with the parents up to then. Uh, but the mother is more likely to, to stay in the house and more likely to get maintenance for the children. Maintenance for the wife is less common and it's only if the wife is what's called a dependent wife. But in an awful lot of cases, currently wives are working. Okay, so I was just going to ask you that. What, what if, uh, uh, I'll give you different circumstances. One is a stay-at-home mother or in another case, both are working and the mother's actually earning more. Will the judge 
have a different sort of leaning depending on the economic circumstances of each party. Yeah, they will. And the judge has to take each case as they find them. So this is why there's no automatic presumption of 50-50. So uh, the, the, in terms of the amount of maintenance will depend on, on first of all, and most importantly, what the children need, what stage they're at. So very young children tend to be a bit more expensive because you have childcare or creche or other things. And again, then when children get to college. So I suppose it depends the stage the children are at. It depends how much the mother is earning and depends how much the father is earning. And then also whether there is childcare on top of that also the mortgage so for example if the mother is left in the house and the father is out of the house um, the father has to get accommodation that's one of the huge the biggest challenges at the minute for families separating is what it's the cost of do. housing yeah. it's, it's impossible so I mean generally the, the only time that people leave the family home before they get it all resolved and again no family lawyer would advise them to do that is currently when they have a parent a sibling a friend an investment property that they can go to otherwise they're in huge difficulty and particularly if you're in a sought after area um, you're not really as a dad going to be able to, to locate close to the children. That creates other difficulties in terms of children wanting to spend an hour in a car or half an hour in a car. So we have a really a huge amount of, of okay. extra problems. The, I have friends who just had the separation. They haven't had the divorce. Is the difference between separation and divorce the right to remarry? Or, in other words, you, you crystallise the liability. What, what's, what, what, why would you go... So you've got separated, you've got on with your life... Uh, why would I go for divorce then? Well, first of all, you're right. The main one is the right to get remarried. The second uh, important thing is there's no second bite of the cherry, um, really, if you've got divorced. There, you can always reopen things on divorce under the Constitution. So that it, it effectively, as much as you can, it, it ends the, the possibility of someone coming back. You can always come back for maintenance. And if there's a really significant change, you can come back. But generally, you, you, you do the divorce to stop anybody coming back for more and to finalise things. The other reason is if pensions weren't dealt with on separation, which they may not be if it's a separation agreement, they can be dealt with on divorce. And again, the way a pension split would work is the longer um, the longer somebody has service in a pension, the more valuable it is. So if you don't deal with them on separation and you get divorced five years later, there's another five years of somebody's pension up for grabs. Uh, so it, from that point of view, if you have a pension, you definitely have. All right, we've got some some listener queries. Um, I got served with divorce papers. I'm on social welfare. My ex has a solicitor. I can't afford one. We're separated for 15 years. House in both names, but no support over that time. Could I lose the house? How do I get a solicitor? Is there free legal aid? For this? There is free legal aid and generally the threshold is up to about 30,000. But if you're on social welfare, you should qualify one. So if you go to your local legal aid, your local law centre and just Google legal aid board, you'll find out. And, and that person is How very do you qualify? Yeah, if you're on social welfare, you, you will. You will qualify. You just fill out a form and uh, you go and on to the Is there good access to a solicitor? There's excellent access. And again, the... the, the you're legal, not put on a waiting list forever. Well, no, sorry. You will be on a waiting list. But when you get there, you will have a solicitor who's a specialist because the legal aid board solicitors do exclusively uh, family law so it, okay. it will work out but I mean th- there is there are very serious problems with legal aid and it needs to be further okay. funded uh, My terms for settlement for my divorce are now signed by both parties and my solicitor says my case will now go on to the consent list for hearing Does this lo- list move quicker? Just wondering how long the wait will be yeah, well, the courts reward in every type of law and particularly in family and divorce law, people who come to an agreement. 
So if you come to an agreement, your case... Well, the, the settlement terms are agreed there. It, it would be fast-tracked. So if, if it was... It's just a rubber stamp to put a harp on it, is it? No, it's not. It's a constitutional provision that the judge has to check all the finances and they have to check the, the terms and they have to make sure people are independently advised and the proper provision is made. So it's more than a rubber stamp. The judge has to make sure that nobody has been taken advantage okay. of. Okay. Is a UK divorce recognised in Ireland? It is, yeah. Generally, it is subject to exceptions. And would that apply to other EU states as well? Yeah, all, all EU divorces are, are, are recognised. Okay. Hi, my husband is missing 12 years. We were split up two years before. What can I do? His sister has not heard from him either. I want to get divorced and moved on. What can I do? You can't locate your partner. You can't locate them. Well, there's a, there's a, a way you, you have to then do a series of advertisements in order to... Uh, in order to put them on notice and then within a certain period uh, you can get your divorce. But it's much more difficult. Okay. Well, there's no doubt if I split up from Deirdre, I'll give you a call. Keith Walsh uh, with uh, offices of Fitzwilliam Square and Dublin 12. Anything you want to know made simple. Straight answers. Very hard to get those from Slister. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.